Hi, everybody. I'm here with Lee Harris today, and I'm so excited. We're going to be talking with both Lee, having his own incredible experience with a massive community and a lot of feedback during these COVID times, and also with disease, really about the nature of COVID and what this virus is doing to the global community. Is it an upgrade? Is it going to prepare us for other things? What is the hidden benefit and beauty in what we're all going through? So let's go to Lee. Hi, Lee. It's so good to Hi, see Regina. you again. Always <laughs> good to see you too. Hi. <laughs> Hi. And congratulations. I hear you have a lovely new home that you've just purchased. Yes. And that's yeah, so do. exciting. Yeah, we do. It's, you know, it's funny because obviously we've spoken about this, but we thought we were maybe going to move to England for about three months and then mm -hmm. it just went completely 360. As these things do, everything was lined up. <laughs> and when you line things up, if it isn't right, you get diverted. And that's what happened to us. So I'm really happy we're staying here in California. It's yeah. happening to so many people. Best laid plans have to be flexible. This is a time requiring extreme flexibility. So yeah. anyway, well, listen, first of all, I want to find out from you uh, with, you've been doing a lot of downloads, uh, a lot of um, energetic readings on the times uh, from the Z's. Also, you've been hearing from your community. You've had to contend with it yourself. Let's get kind of your summary right now of what the last few months have been about. Well, uh, what the last few months have been about, of course, is going to be different for everybody, depending on what their experience is. But the one thing, I think the biggest energy that I've noticed this year is it's been a big flush. And I feel like if you have any sense of spiritual awareness, you notice the flush energy all of the time because we're, we're always releasing and creating. But there has been this enormous flush this year. Um, and there are so many things that we can notice about what COVID has done. A myriad of stories around it, feelings around it, and events that have come to the surface because of it. But the flush energy is the thing that I've noticed the most. And we're not through it yet. And it's not comfortable most of the time. Um, you know, my sense of it is that in a way it's preparing us one of the gifts of this is it's preparing us energetically for the turbulence of the coming years. And it's one thing to talk about turbulence of coming years. It's another thing to feel that going through your body, feel that playing out in your life, notice it in your friends. And the, that to me is what COVID has done. It's, it's given us a very strong <laughs> dose and taste of the, the turbulent energy that I feel is going to be around for at least the next three, four years. Mm, I agree with you on that. And you were talking about flush, as in for me, it's kind of fleshing out the nature of things, as in the great revealer. This has been an incredible period of revelation. And what's been so interesting, it's certainly fleshing out that which is unsustainable. And that has to do with us personally. I mean, if you want a divorce right now, get in line. The court dockets are full. I mean, people being cast together in this way started realizing what they were all about. Uh, yeah. Businesses that were living on really thin margins and taking risks and borrowing money are finding out that it, they couldn't make it through it. I mean, it's sad. We don't like seeing people that have put their love and time and energy into their endeavors fail. But the reality is for every entity, whether it's a, a business, a corporation, a human being, all of the truth of what was underneath it is showing itself. Yeah, the unsustainable system. And I, and I think the other interesting thing I've noticed is very evidently what I have witnessed as someone who lives with multidimensionality and has done for, you know, 20 something years. Sure, sometimes you're in the very human story or emotional thought, but other times you're, you're in the energetic and you, you've got the overview and you can make sense of it all in a, in a more mm, overview, through an overview lens, I should say, I've noticed the very fast swings between positive and negative this year. Yes. So unlike just global tragedy, for example, there are, there are these tragic moments, tragic experiences, tragic happenings for yourself or for people around you, but then very quickly followed by 
the evidence of a breakthrough. And that's not that everybody is going to be in that place because there will be some people who are going through the dark night of the soul this year that many of us went through in 2008, 2009, or pick your year. But I think in general, there is this speed of change that keeps happening around this supposed set thing called COVID that has unearthed and catalyzed just a myriad of things that have come to the surface. I mean, too many to name. So I think the divorces is just emblematic of you have to be in the right place with the right people and the restrictions that have been hoisted upon us as a community this year have revealed a lot of that. And so it could be a very painful place if you're realizing that where you're at in your life and the people you're with aren't right. But for any of us who've been through that in past years, we can attest to the fact that you go through that, you let go, you grieve, and you come out the other side. And who you come out the other side as is different. And that new version of you then finds the right alignments. So for me, that's why this year in some ways is a preparation. And I, I don't like saying that word because I know a lot of people are like, no, oh, no. my God. We have I to tell the truth know, here. <laughs> you know, people who I understand are already traumatized by events this year or their life you'll want it to be over. But actually, the message that the Ziza has been giving for years through me and a message that I'm called to deliver on my energy updates and to practice in my own life is find your balance point, whatever that looks like. And it might be that yoga works for three years and then suddenly yoga doesn't work. And so you have to find the new balance point. But that our own internal balance is not just important for self-care or dealing with the PTSD of this time, but actually for our strength and our power. Because if we don't develop our own inner core, we don't tap into our spiritual power, our life force that we are supposed to be bringing to this rapidly changing, revolutionized world right now. And that's what we're here for. We're here to help seed, create, and midwife the future. And none of us are doing it alone. There's many of us doing it. We just have to do our piece. But we can't do our piece if we if we can't stabilize our own core. And that's that's why challenging so times like this, you know, it really uh, puts that in your face. It, and that's so true. If you don't have inner stability yourself, you can't be part of any solution, not for yourself or for anyone else. You're just going to yeah. be whipped around by the winds. And, you know, what's interesting is, and I agree with what you say, what we've seen thus far with COVID is simply a setting of the stage for what's to follow. We haven't begun to see the effects of it yet. I mean, well, we've begun, but barely scratched the surface. And I agree with you. This is wholesale change. But one of the things um, I, I have mentioned before is that we've all been, people, a lot of people in the alternative thinking communities have been focused on and concerned about mass extinctions uh, and so forth. This isn't a mass extinction. (laughs) This is a very soft way to reset the entire global population in a sense. And yeah, are people taking advantage of other people? Are agendas being played out? Yeah, who cares? The fact is COVID and the earth are doing their thing without literally wiping out humanity with some massive deluge. That's the good news. It's so interesting you say that, Regina, because when, like, if I go back 10 years and, you know, I have a lot like you, probably lots of intuitives and friends around me who tap into these kinds of messages. And I remember back in about 09 and 2010, lots of people in the spiritual community talking about, well, on this date, all this is going to go down. And on this date, make sure you've got your money out the bank. And, you know, the, when I first heard those things, and especially as they came from people I loved and trusted, some of them. I was like, oh God, you know, I used to, and, and then there came this point and the Z's would always say, no, 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 it, A, it's not predictable like that. B, it's not going to happen in that way. And the thing that they said back then that they have been saying a lot recently is that we have all been protected from calamity and catastrophe in ways that we couldn't imagine. Yes. Which is why we have to be very careful about screaming at everyone else in the world about how awful things are. Now, if you're in grief, if you're in trauma, if you're in anger, get it out of your system. But be very mindful about how you're driving your activism campaign or how you're driving your mission on earth. Because if you are fueled by 
it's all going to shit, then that is basically what you're going to create. And I, I know that to be true. And my mantra, which I live by, is any of us could be dead tomorrow. And I've had direct experiences of that in my life. And I think people get very triggered by that sentence, but actually that sentence is very freeing to put you back into the reality that you as a soul in this body are not promised all of your time on earth. And I think sometimes it's that amnesia and that fear of death that has been used against us as a, as a people, especially this year when you agree more craziness of these reports and statistics that people are being pummeled with every day when people were not pummeled with how many people were dying from cancer, how many people were dying in road accidents. So when you just look at it through that lens, you start to go, hang on a second, something's not quite right here. And I think yes. that has been a gift this year, seeing more and more people beginning to wake up to the false narratives and to question, well, why would this narrative be something that we're all supposed to follow? So it's been an interesting year to say the least. And as you said, this is just the kickoff year for a few more. <laughs> so yeah. with that, do you feel comfortable going to the Z's now? So Absolutely. we can carry on yeah. the conversation with them? Absolutely. Okay. Good. Mm, welcome. You are all being bombarded by cosmic overtones when it comes to the energy of this time, meaning the energy of the cosmos, that which you all originate from and are in fact twinned with on energetic and soul levels, is beginning to re-enter Earth's atmosphere, meaning you have been going through an almighty cleansing and healing as a people. And it is very ancestral, the areas that you have been working on. So while you may all be focused on 2020 and uh, to quote the oft-used word this time, unprecedented, in fact, there is nothing playing out on Earth this year that is in fact unprecedented. What you are experiencing is a rapid fire evolution and revolution for people, meaning you are all focused more than ever before on one particular story. There is a global story at work that has united people. And even though we are aware there are shadows around this story, we will focus you for a second on the fact that you as one world, for the first time in the history that any of you remember, are focused on one similar story, one similar goal. So there is a oneness energy to this that is in fact uniting you all. Now, we are not saying that uh, those in power or even uh, those of you who are not in power, but you individuals are using this to unite in power for all kinds of energy and ideas and stories are coming out of you all right now as you cycle through the narratives of your ancestry as human beings. But you are focused very much on your human ancestry, which is never very comfortable. But when things get very human, things become very one-dimensional, meaning human beings are multi-dimensional beings. You can be a little like a radio player able to pick up all of the stations when it comes to multidimensional energy. But the way so many of you have been trained and encoded and encouraged to be is to only pick up one radio station and to not be able to tap into the oneness or the everything of your planet, of your world, of your place in the universe as souls who are connected to all life. So, you are being bombarded this year by more cosmic overtones than ever before. And yet, it doesn't necessarily look that way to the many. To the many, it looks like an earthly collapse. To the many, it looks like an earthly emergency. To the many, it looks like chronic human healing. That is because when cosmic overtones start to return to the earth in a bigger way, it starts to unearth and nudge all of the dense energy that needs to be healed and released. So we will say this before we go into your questions, Regina, from our perspective, there is nothing occurring on earth that is what you might call wrong. Uh, even the darker stories and the darker agendas and the darker ways of some of your people, nothing is occurring right now that ha does not have its roots in history. And it is instead simply coming up to a new level of clarity 
for you as a population. And there are some of you who are desperate for it to, shall we say, come out to the surface even faster. But that would not be good for humanity. There is a speed for healing for all. If you have somebody who is deeply traumatized, it does not help to push them through their trauma healing. Instead, they need to feel safe and they need to piece by piece repair themselves. It is no different when you are dealing with a human collective who are waking up to who they really are and who they have been told they are and the difference between those two stories. So this is going to play out over many decades. It is not going to be an overnight situation. But we will tell you that this coming decade is going to be one of the major turning points uh, that humanity has seen in many thousands of years in terms of its understanding of its own identity and its own place in the universe. So with that said, we are aware you have many gifted questions, Regina. First, I want to thank you for that overview and setting that up for us. That's, that's beautiful. And, um, and I felt, uh, I certainly resonated with everything you've just said. And what I would like to do now, because of the one, I'm, I'm focusing on that one story um, for, for the next few questions anyway, which is because people have been made to feel even more in fear than they already were of this virus, um, I wanted to ask from your viewpoint, from your vantage point, what exactly this is doing to the collective human body. Is it unique over a flu? I mean, obviously it's not behaving exactly the same, uh, possibly hybridized. What effect is it actually having on the, the human body? Well, first of all, we will say that it is serving a purpose of removing those from the planet whose time it is to go. Every soul elects to go through a certain amount of cycles on the planet. And what you must understand about the cycles that you are in right now is they are some of the fastest that any of you in any of your human incarnations will have seen. So for some souls who are electing to mm, use COVID as their exit point, as it were, uh, we will say that it has been a gift for, uh, they did not want to go through any more cycles in the human body. We understand that might be hard to hear if you have lost a loved one or that loved one has themselves said they did not want to go. We will tell you it is part of the human programming to generally not want to go. Uh, even the most evolved uh, and who understand that death is in fact just a new beginning, uh, tend to want to hold on to the human body until they are sure that they have done everything they needed to do and go through all of the healing cycles that they are here for. So first of all, what it has done to the collective human body is it has been a cleansing energy in that it has allowed a number of souls to go quite quickly with less drama now, that may sound strange for us to say, for there has been a lot of drama surrounding COVID, but what it has allowed is a great deal of mm -mm, understood and somewhat mm, supported through the minds of people, uh, exit points of many all at once. But what we will tell you too is this, the actual effect of this virus is in many ways uh, far less than you would call the flu. Uh, the difference is it is a little more focused in how quickly it can bring one to death if one has the immune system that is going to be most threatened by this specific COVID virus. And that is different for different people depending on both environmental factors they are in, but also how their body responds to the virus itself before it is changing and mutating as it goes. What we will tell you more than this though, for we have to throw this in here when you are asking us what is the effect on the collective human body. Mm, the effect of this virus is far less than 96% of people on the planet believe it to be. Uh, the biggest issue that you are facing right now is control of humanity. And that is not news to many of you. So this is more a virus of human control and the desire to control than it is any major existential threat from a virus itself. Meaning 
you could be facing a virus that wipes out far more people uh, than this specific COVID virus is designed and in fact able to do. We say that not to in any way take away caution for any of you who feel you might be vulnerable. Uh, we do not in any way dismiss or diminish its power. But what we will tell you is that more than the virus itself is the virus of human control. And that is what you are dealing with. And that is having an enormous effect on the collective body uh, of the nervous system and the what some of you would call mental health on the planet. We would refer to the mind. Indeed. So since we're going in this direction now, which I think is, is appropriate, uh, we look at it and people start pointing fingers at each other, countries point fingers at each other, states in, within the US point fingers at each other. But in reality, this control mechanism you're talking about is happening across the board. Let's talk about that because, and let's talk about one country that seemed not to exhibit the same kind of control, which is Sweden. And they allowed this to more or less play out among an educated homogenous population for the most part, which is different than what we have in a lot of the rest of the world. So let's talk about that seeming lack of control in that one country, and then the co control mechanisms that are in play in most of the other countries in the world. Because you'd say, how can this be a concerted effort? It's too vast. Well, a couple of things play out here. So number one, the gift that Sweden has given to the world is it is an example of how to do it differently. Uh, if you have a family of people, let's say there are 10 people in a family, there are going to be many disagreements in that family. There are going to be some who agree with some siblings and others who uh, do not agree. And this is very much what you see when you look at world leadership. So when it comes to world leadership at this time, there are as many arguments as there are agreements. And this is not how it looks to many who are looking upon, shall we say, government or world leadership. It is very easy to make blanket statements about those in power. It is very easy to villainize them. It is very easy to not see the humanity within it. It is also very easy to think of it as a them and us. Well, we will tell you that that idea of them and us is in the minds of every single human being, even those with supposed power. Even some that you believe are trying to control everything, they have the same them and us disease in their mind. And when you activate this them and us idea in a human's mind, it is one of the greatest tools that you have to mm, take someone away from what we would call their sovereignty. Mm, Lee might call it uh, being in your core power. So... Where you have Sweden as a shining example of sunshine on the planet, uh, it is a great gift to humanity for you are able to see and have a shining example of how it was done differently and what the different results were. Now, if you did not have this, shall we say, rogue element or the one that got away, uh, you would be a little more compliant to the ways that were posed to you. And this is very important to understand. You are still seeing an enormous amount of what we would call infancy in people when it comes to world leadership. Uh, they are annoyed that governments or scientists don't seem to know what to do. They are annoyed that there is conflicting information. We would say they should be excited because it is never good for a human being to put themselves in a hierarchical position that is far lower than someone else that they have not tested, vetted, or verified. And that is the old system that has been in existence on the planet. And it will take decades to break down fully, but it is beginning to break at the edges now. There is a lot about your, shall we say, democracy on Earth, for that is a word that is thrown around a lot, that is healthy for the planet and is in fact far healthier than models that existed many thousands of years ago. So there is a level of health in your system that people do not pay enough attention to when they are pointing the fingers and blaming. But what we will tell you is it needs to evolve beyond this idea that mm, the people on the planet are the infants and those in power are the parents who are looking after them. Because what you are actually seeing is the parents are either 
making it up as they go along and trying to figure it out as quickly as they can, or being fed false information by a few individuals in their midst, in their family, who might have an agenda that's very different to what this family member might like to give their country. Perhaps they are prime minister, perhaps they are in a different position in the power system. We will tell you that there are a lot more questions and thoughts going on in the minds of those in leadership positions than many would have you believe or would like to believe. So you must be very careful of simplistic narratives. For if you simply play goodies and baddies or villains and heroes, you are completely misunderstanding the multidimensional nature of this universe. So in this story, Sweden is a shining example of what we would call mm, heroics. And the reason its importance of being seen and discussed exists is so that people can see there is an alternative. And if it wasn't Sweden, it would have been somewhere else. And in fact, there were other countries uh, that did follow different models and protocols and yielded different results. What we would caution most against is this ability to, shall we say, mm, surrender to authoritarian leadership. For that does not serve anybody unless the authority is being given to those who you absolutely trust and absolutely believe are working on the behalf and uh, for the welfare of not just humans, but uh, the whole of sentient life on the earth, including the planet itself. And what you are seeing right now is not that. Indeed. And so after taking a glimpse at Sweden, and thank you for that, um, let's take a look. Let's, let's bring it down to a more local level. And the whole notion of uh, compliance with something above fear and then liability because liability we're talking even liability in terms of insurance and people litigating with each other let's use the state of california because that's where lee and i both live of course and we're looking at a state that is has an economy that's the fifth or sixth largest in the world and people fighting with each other and saying this is this top-down control is happening because of this black hat agenda is you know all the conspiracy stuff Versus the notion, as you say, there are more questions than answers among the leadership in the world. And you have these fears of liability, of compliance, of being perceived as not being responsible as a leader and not knowing what is responsible. Can you talk about that, bringing it down to the level of the state of California, a large economy, but one state within the Union of America, which is doing it by numbers formulas? We will say that one thing about this place of California is it is a power generator in, in many ways, and that is partly why so many are attracted to it. It is a complex power generator, meaning it has a lot wound within its system, which is what some of you would call shadowy. We would call it diseased. Uh, however, the power that exists in this place is not mm, mm, power in the way that humans understand that word. Uh, humans tend to think of the word power as mm, status or money or success, uh, quite limited ideas. No, we are speaking about energetic power and uh, the land in this area and this region and uh, what it has done to those who have decided to gravitate to it has generated a certain level of influence, not just in America as a whole, but other places too. Now, we have to be careful when we say this, for it can irritate people who live in other places and are doing wonderful things in the world. So it is not to say that it is better. It is just that there has always been a gathering in this place around the energy of power, and it has held a, an axis and an energy of a certain kind of power for the world, and it is a place from which a lot of broadcasting has been done. So it has had a world influence and in many ways has been a leading center for broadcasting, especially in prior decades where you were not as united by the internet as you are now. So it has always had this leadership energy. And of course, with that uh, comes a lot of corruption and shadow. And wherever money and success go for humans, uh, there is often mm, a lot of shadow energy and mm, fights and games. So yes, there are those individuals who are trying to do their best 
by the areas that they govern. But you must understand, they are as overwhelmed, not all, uh, but many are as overwhelmed by what is playing out on the planet right now as the rest of you are. And they are often fed pieces of the puzzle, which again goes back to why we say it is wrong to villainize uh, anybody uh, specifically unless you have all of the evidence that they are behaving in cold or um, dark agenda ways. Uh, you see from your perspective, they might be doing something that seems very bad, but from their perspective, they will have reasons and they will also perhaps be doing something that they think is better than what they could have done based on the situation they were handed and what they are being told. And what we will tell you is, and California is one of the places in America that uh, you could say is uh, being under mm, a little bit uh, strangled at the moment, or the attempt is to strangle. But the strangle of the power is not going to work in this place, just as it is not going to work anywhere. It is not to say that attempts will not be made or that certain dents uh, will not get very far, but in much the same way that we have said for many years that these dark agendas on your planet, they can't hold. They will try, they will do what they can, they can certainly do some damage, but they cannot hold. And that is not because they are weak or they are not clever at what they are trying to do. It is to do with the cosmic energy that is now arriving on Earth that cannot be denied. And you cannot use third density manipulation and power control games when universal energy is present. So as the universal energy on the planet ramps up, the control gets a little weaker, which is why it is trying very hard right now. And in California, you see a certain attempt to, shall we say, mm, 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 apply this control. In many ways, if this energy can be wrangled, it means that much of the other states in the US can be wrangled in the same way. At least that is the perception. We would not say that is true. There are other places in the states, for example, that are very strong in energy, just as there are places and communities all over the world that have managed to develop as strong places and strong communities. And that is the key. Strong communities is your power, which is why if you are all pointing the finger at each other and playing the division game, you are doing exactly what they want you to do. They want you divided and turned against each other because then you are far easier to conquer. So for all listening to this, we would ask you to consider why you need to fight, why you need to tell someone else they are wrong. Because from our perspective and vantage point as a soul, you are here experiencing a multitude of realities uh, that are designed to not only let you grow as a soul, but to bring growth in consciousness to the human collective. So if you are fighting and pointing fingers and trying to strangle someone else, you are in the most base of human energy. And it is okay if that is coming through you. That is often part of your healing, part of your awareness. But if you are so determined that someone is wrong and you are right, then you are still stuck in the human game. And it is from that place you will remain and you will be less effective than if you can find ways to rise above that level of reactivity. For that level of reactivity is the very energy that they want you to go to so that you are easier contained. We do not mean to speak in riddles here or in any way imply that all of you must be terrified for your lives, but we do not see it that way at all. If you're meant to die, you will die. You could die any minute now, any of you. If you want off the planet, you can be taken off the planet as a soul, which is why we ask you to be careful how invested you get in the tragedy of Earth. For if you only invest in the tragedy of Earth, that is all you will help create. I hope you're enjoying this video because if you are, there are dozens more like it on my site, all supported by people like you. So if you'd like to keep this work rolling in and join our community, just click on the Patreon button at reginameredith.com. That also gives you access to insider commentary, my live book club, and other live events with special guests. So join in. Thanks. So this question is, you, you talked about the strangling, and, and I'm going to ask one more question about California, just kind of as the, the microcosm for so much in terms of communication, all of that. Um, how high up the lower sense of power spectrum 
does this attempt to strangle, say, California go? Where, where are the leading entities? Who are the leading entities in attempting to strangle the energy of California? There are certain things that we are not able to speak of, and it is not because we wish to withhold, but we are not allowed to speak uh, in this transmission, in this broadcast of certain mm, mm, aspects. But we will tell you it is as multidimensional as the universe itself. Therefore, some of you may point the finger at what is going on in, shall we say, the political spectrum, or looks like it's coming from the political spectrum. And you will say, ah, there is a strangle coming from over here. And we would say, yes, some of you will feel energetics. You will feel energies, entities swirling around, and you will point the finger at those. And we will say, yes, some of you will talk about off-world beings who are interfering, and we will say yes. This is why it is somewhat humorous to us that this term conspiracy theories has been adopted to steer you all away from talking about the dark or uncomfortable truths in your world, for that is why conspiracy theory was invented as a term. It was to shame you all. It was so that you got scared about the idea that you could be a conspiracy theorist its its own name itself almost mm, jokes about the truth in it. And yet, in every conspiracy theory, there is usually some truth. It might be 1%, it might be 90%. Your world is full of conspiracy theory truths. That is not the issue. The issue is the fact that you are still being asked, do you believe or don't you believe? And we would say, believe. Believe anything believe anything is possible. And until you believe anything is possible on the planet, you are living with the blinkers on. Thank you. Now let's move to what the future looks like, because right now we can already see within our world, certain unsustainable ways of living Lee and I were talking about are already falling away, which means certain kinds of professions in the world and endeavors in the world will begin falling away, giving birth to new ones. Can you give us a glimpse down the road a bit in terms of what's going to have real value? What kinds of endeavors, um, human activity, human uh, careers and so forth might constitute a healthy, more sustainable new world that we'll be moving into over time? Well, first of all, we will tell you that much that exists in your system now will need to be, shall we say, continued, replicated, and evolved. So uh, we are aware that some groups on the planet want to see the planet looking completely different. And we do not see that taking place, uh, certainly not for at least 20 to 30 years on your timeline, and it may even be longer. So for example, it is very important that you have doctors. It just might need to be that the doctors are operating under a slightly different system and are more inclusive of all kinds of remedies. You are still going to need teachers for your children. You are not all going to homeschool but it just might be that the teachers need to be a little more inclusive. So it is not necessarily that the roles that you are seeing on the planet right now are incorrect. We would actually say that you have a great deal in place, uh, 60 to 70% in place, that are the makings of foundational pillars for a happy society. Uh, yes, you are missing approximately 30 to 40% of what we would call joy, wellness, presence, being alive. Those energies are what has been scrubbed out of your world. So people, places, and events that bring genuine joy. We are not talking about escapism, which is what humans are often offered as joy. Uh, we're talking about genuine joy, things that bring joy to your inner body, things that are sensory, things that feel good. We would also say that wellness, emotional intelligence, and awareness of how healing cycles move through the body. For that is how many get trapped in depression or mental health issues. There was not enough understanding or holding for healing to move through the body. But also a return to nature in a very big way for the neglect of the awareness of nature is what has put all of you into this position right now. And of course, the irony is uh, that you are feeling out of balance because you are out of balance. You are building a man-made world onto a non-man-made world. You are 
not fusing with nature, the very world that you would all benefit from being in. So the reason we say all of this is many want to, to use the term, throw the baby out with the bathwater, and that would not be good for anyone. Instead, the system needs to evolve from inside itself. So there are those of you right now who are working on new technologies, new ways of being, community endeavors that are going to be very important for the future. And they are going to be templates and they are already out there and pioneering the way. And right now you might look very fringy or get lots of strange looks from people. And it might be that seven years from now, the very idea you're working on has evolved somewhat. And it meets a point where it can merge with current reality. So right now, the seed energy of what you are doing that feels so important to you, even though you question, could this ever take any effect on the planet? This seems so different to what's here. It might be that seven years from now, the planet is ready for it. Or it might be that seven years from now, you have stepped toward the planet with your idea in a few ways that it intersects. So we will say that there are many of you who have gone deeper with your mission right now, and you are activated. You are aware that this is the time you've been waiting for, and that now is the time to do your work. And we would say to any of you, try not to get too seduced by outside results. Try and be as patient as you can. If you feel strongly you are creating something for the new earth, the new earth will tell you when it's time for that to become, shall we say, a little more adopted by the rest of humanity. But equally, there are many of you who have been forced out of certain lines of work because you yourself were not aware how unsensory that work was allowing you to be. You were mm, on the proverbial hamster wheel, doing the thing you needed to do to get by. And suddenly, by having it removed, it can unleash all kinds of inner emotions but those inner emotions if allowed to be present if allowed to come through you will lead you to what you want to create next and the very thing you are missing in that job is going to be uh, the very thing that you will either put into the job you find next or the work that you start to create for yourself and others in the years to come so what we would say is Try not to, if you are one who is on the loss end of the spectrum right now, try not to make your fortune, as it were, in the next two or three years. Try instead to see if you can have a good quality of life in the next two, three years and make that your goal. Because then you will far faster move into alignment with the type of work and the type of community service that your work will A, bring you happiness, and B, be serving others in a way that is going to mm, mm, be fruitful in the future. Your world is going to be continually dismantling in the next few years, but it is also going to be generating, birthing, and building. And many of you are excited and happy that that is the work that you are doing. And some of the rest of you are a little intimidated by the idea that you are not there yet. and You don't quite know how to get there, but when you hear our words, something in you activates. So for you people, be patient and explore and understand that you are always, all of you, birthing something for the future. It just doesn't always mm, seem that way when you cannot see how it is going to intersect or when you are creating it in the present. Mm -hmm. Patience, patience, patience. It seems like it's all going to require that wonderful internal reflection and patience and getting really honest with ourselves from a body cellular level out to what we're really drawn to and we're really repulsed by both. I think in that I see, think, see this as a fabulous period. You used the word seduction a little bit ago. And one of the things that's kind of interesting out of all of this is so many people have given their their attention and power over to artificial sources of glitz and glamour. And what's happened as a result of uh, all of this is, first of all, the movie theaters, for example, haven't been open. People have been staying home. People who are stars and celebrities are showing up on casual formats without makeup on, inviting people into their life as a as a mother or a father or whatnot. And it's taking a lot of that kind of Hollywood gloss and glamour off of people that we have 
kind of needlessly put on pedestals and given our power over to. Any, and this is included in the world of spectator sports as well. Any kind of comment on maybe releasing ourselves from the, some of these addictions we've had in the past? Well, this goes back to what we said about escapism. Mm, escapism is very different to ever-present wellness. When you have ever-present wellness, you are connected, you are present, you are peaceful, you are curious about the life in front of you. When you are not feeling that about the life in front of you, you need to take dopamine hits of escapism. Whether this comes through shopping, whether this comes through sports, whether this comes through sex, whether this comes through movies. And we are not saying any of those things are bad in and of themselves. Uh, but what we are saying about all of them is that they have been the unconscious uh, choice for so many because that has been unconsciously woven into your society and not enough people have questioned, shall we say, the system, including those at the top of the system. So again, we are not trying to create an us and them. Too many people forget that people inside governments are human beings with lives, just as movie stars are, as you are saying. So... This is a very humanizing and, mm, shall we say, mm, 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 leveling time for everybody. And the good news about that is it gives people an opportunity and a moment to take a breath and truly reevaluate what's important in their life. Now, there are many who are suffering, who are directly impacted by COVID in a way that has put certain aspects of their life in more jeopardy than usual. So they are distracted by that jeopardy and they are in a healing journey with that jeopardy. But equally, there were many who were stuck in suffering because of the systemic cycle of this planet. And that is coming to light in a different way. So mm -hmm. the dropping of the hierarchy is a very good thing for all. And again, it all goes back to you as an individual. The gift of mm, any mm, person who is attributed too much power, for example, uh, being seen as just another human being, is it helps you understand your own power. But, and this is a very big but, it can only come through the eye and the awareness of the beholder. If all of the newspapers all over the world that are read by so many people and influence so many people tomorrow ran a headline saying, you are all equal with one another. There would be so many arguments about that headline. <laughs> and sometimes rightfully so, because people would say, well, if we're all equal, why has this person got a billion dollars they don't need? And why can this person not even afford to feed their family? Why, why is that fair? So we understand why the arguments happen. They are often based and rooted in reality too. The arguments are not always just fictions of the imagination. but what we will say is the equality understanding has to come from inside. And that is something that many on the planet have had the privilege and the experience of being able to understand because they have not been, shall we say, in one of the hardest uh, strands of life. They have not been on the poverty line. They have not been dealing with extreme violence. They have not been in the lower end of this system which is why so many who are able to be free of some of those challenges in this lifetime spend their time and energy and focus wanting to bring balance to those areas. But what is very important here is that the system is asked to do the same. And there has been this long history of charity and benevolence among each other as humans, but the system has to start feeding that too. And mm -hmm. that is an important shift that is going to take place in the coming decade or two and it is going to be the changes of the earth and the changes of people's value system that is going to bring that about and we will tell you that there is a timeline right here right now where that can come about far more peacefully uh, than in any other ways and of course you as humans are choosing and we do still see the level of consciousness rising on the earth overall, but it is going to go up and down and have speed bumps and have difficult times. It is why so many of you who feel energy so intensely have gone through feeling sick one minute this year to feeling high and elated the next day because you're having cosmic downloads. It has been quite the accordion effect for many of you. <laughs> One final question, and this has to do with the, the more or less collective 
uh, soul agreement of a generation of little people, of children, entities who have come in at this time, who ordinarily would have the opportunity to run and play and meet with other kids at school and goof off and do the things people do in that kind of social setting as children, being more held back and isolated for this time. Can you speak to that generation and what they, what the benefit to them is and what they have agreed to in mass, this generation of children? Uh, we will tell you there are a few different things happening there, but we would like to focus most specifically on two areas. We will say that uh, the, mm, again, we'll use this term, darker agendas of this uh, past year have been to contain those children, for those children are a key to the future. And as many of you are aware, they are strong. They are coming in wired to be strong. So if you remove them from their peers, they don't necessarily develop in community in quite the same way that they could. So therefore, the theory is, and this is the same with many of the dark agendas this year that are not quite going the way that they had planned, uh, the idea is that you will limit that child's potential. But in fact, just like locking everybody in their homes has had uh, the opposite effect to perhaps what was desired, uh, the children are in many ways becoming stronger in different ways. They are, yes, having a harder time in many cases. So it is not necessarily quite the joyous distraction that they would normally have with all their friends. But you see, they too are removed from the distractions that they would otherwise have been indoctrinated into. And children on the planet who are in the traditional education system have been overloaded with education and things to do in a way that has, in many ways, dampened down their true sensory energy. Now, these children are having a far more sensory experience right now, even if it is not always comfortable or well-held for them. But equally, not just their development with their families or guardians of origin, the families that they are in many ways spending far more time with than they would normally have are equally getting a dose of healing energy from these strong children. For these children have come in without the older generational imprint. So there is an enormous amount of healing going on. And in fact, even though sometimes it has been tough, the bonding that is taking place in what you might call the more nuclear families or nuclear groups for those children who are not with their direct or birth parents is going to have a strong effect in the years to come. For it is one thing to try and get oneness to happen by putting 8,000 people in a room together and hoping they all just bond and know how to bond. It is another thing when you give a small group of three or four or five or six a more intense bonding experience than their distracted lives would other have otherwise have allowed them. They learn intimacy in a new way. They learn boundaries in a new way. They learn how to be up close and personal in a way that perhaps their lives had never previously asked them to. So the good news is, and the potential energy there, is that they then go back into the world understanding and being a little less afraid of intimacy in an all new way. So it will ultimately have a knock-on effect on bonding people. So you see, often the ideas uh, that you can mm -mm, control or inflict upon humans backfire. <laughs> so the idea being this will mm, make them all mm, be a bit more separate from each other is not actually the way. Even if, for example, the internet was not available as a way of all of you connecting, you would all still find a way, for that is the human spirit. And the human spirit cannot be crushed or contained. It can be dimmed, it can be dented or bruised, but it cannot be crushed or contained. And the human spirit is being too activated by the cosmic energy at this time to ever be dimmed in a way that perhaps hundreds of years ago it may have been more possible to do. Well, with that, I'm kind of breathless. There's so much information here. I want to thank you so much for giving us your energy, wisdom, and time. And uh, I think this is something people have to go back and listen to another time or two. It's so rich with information. So thank you, Zs, so much for coming in. We appreciate your thanks, but no thanks are needed for we are here in this with you in much the same way you are in it with us. And we are all simply playing our part for this transformational time and we would like to just add we are aware 
that sometimes the, shall we say, positive effect of words that we have used in today's discussion can seem euphoric. Uh, and we are in no way uh, trying to diminish or um, take away from the situation that there are many complications that you are all facing right now. But we would ask all of you to remember you have a cosmic eye inside of you, all of you. Some of you call it the eye of your higher self or the view of your soul. The more you live your life with that intact and the more that you remember that is your divine birthright, the more your human life and thus the lives of those humans around you who come into contact with you and are equally activated by their own cosmic eye because you are activated by yours, you will have a profound effect not just on your life, but on the lives of everyone. So, in peace and in love to all. Hmm. Welcome back, Lee. Hi. Hi. Well, that was super saturated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of really good, very useful information. I think it was wonderful, you know, just flat, uh, putting some clarity over some of it and not hiding from the fact that we have challenges ahead and this doesn't go quickly. Um, no. this, the change for humanity of thousands of years, it's not going to happen in a spring or a summer or an autumn. It's going to happen over years. And, and I think it's really important to be reminded of that uh, along with all the other really invaluable information. Any thoughts yeah, from what you I, I was going to say, I think, I think for, for me, I know there was this time when they talked about the dissension of light workers. It was around 2014, 2015. And um, of course, you know, I'm 44. So there's a certain age I'm at and I'm here with a certain group. And I'm, I'm sure other times in history, the same process has taken place for the people who were there, who were awake. Um, but I, I really noticed that for myself that one of the biggest learning curves I had to go through as someone who was here both for healing personally and on behalf of healing and kind of in that energy field of healing, however that may look in different forms, I really had to let go of a lot of my ideas and a lot of my motivational behaviors, you know, the, the, the unconscious behaviors I would have to try and heal or try and fix and and when I let go of those smaller ones, and it happened over time for me and you know, various things I did for myself and things I paid attention to here, it really was a game changer in terms of not just my own personal experience feeling more comfortable and freer and more balanced, but actually my ability and willingness to do more, but at less personal sacrifice and, and, and actually more just feeling aligned with purpose. So. I'm a big advocate of, you know, if you're listening to this stuff and you, you like how it sounds and some of it feels truthful to you or a lot of it feels truthful to you, but you recognize you're not in that place yet, you know, do your own personal healing as much as you can and enlist whoever that, whoever you need for that, whether it's a therapist or a Reiki practitioner or your best friend or your own guidance writing every day, but make it a focus because these times, if we haven't cleared out our basement, can be very punishing. And yet equally, the gift of these times is that they make us clear out our basement. And those of us that have done the big clear out, we might be doing smaller ones now regularly, and that just becomes a part of life. But I know for some, this year has been like the wake up call of their life. So I just want to acknowledge that. Indeed, personal truthfulness. As my dad used to say when I was a little kid, he was from Texas. Honey child, you can lie to other people if you need to, but don't ever lie to yourself. That's <laughs> I'm a terrible liar. So it's kind of interesting that we talked about that. But his whole point was in his life, he knew the sure path to dysfunction was to lie to yourself. And so I think this is a time where we can't hide from ourselves anymore. And that's a, yeah, that's a beautiful sure. thing. So I'm not trying to put a gloss on it. I mean, we're in for bumpy times, but I think for what we're going to create together, creatively put our intellect to use is going to be a better world once we get through it. It's just going to take time. Yeah. And I remember about two, three years ago, the Z's said something in a channel and it was, I think it was in London and it was a public event. And they said, 
the coming the coming years and decade for many of you are going to be the happiest and most purposeful times of your life and that will coincide with you watching a lot of stuff going down in the world that will be displeasing not what you would like to see um, you'll have empathy for your loved ones who are going through tough stuff you might go through some tough stuff yourself but you'll be more on purpose and, and i have to say that's true for me that's true for so many people yes. i know even with like challenging things or mm -hmm. just there's a feeling of oh the time is now and we're here for it and the ironically some of the restrictions that used to be in place are, are lifted and i'm aware of the irony of me saying that on a year like 2020 but it is what it is today i'm with you i'm in the same boat and you're right i mean you can be pressed pretty quickly but beyond that is this incredible fire burning through of the opportunity to build something new together that motivates me more than anything i feel that burning and i feel excited about it and i I feel good about life in spite of everything going on around. So Lee, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time today. You're a busy man and I wish you the best in your move into your wonderful new home. And I really appreciate your taking the time to bring the Z's through as well and being willing to do that. There was a lot of really, I think, critically important information for people there. Well, and thank you for always doing what you do. As I've told you before, whenever I mention your name in my community, people are like, oh, I love Regina. So thank you for all you've done for well, all of us over the years. <laughs> <Yeah. Thank you. laughs> okay, goodbye, Lee. I'll Thanks. go ahead thank you. Till next time. Again, everybody, to connect with Lee, the Z's, and all of his work, his workshops, and his energy readings, you can go to leeharrisenergy.com. Until next time, thank you for joining us here on reginameredith.com.